<laughs> Hello, kitties. It's your old pal, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And this is The Outsiders of Horror. <laughs> Episode 72, where we discuss Grindhouse, Robert Rodriguez's Planet of Terror, and Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. And no, don't change that dial. You didn't tune into that shitty-ass podcast that's covering fucking Eurovision. Because if you were, you wouldn't be fucking alive. Because your ears would just go into your brain and fucking kill you from all the retardation. So anyway, with that, welcome meow, back. Meow, meow. Welcome back. Faye, my man, how how is you be? Uh, you know, just keeping it all good in the hood, you know, be, you know, be, you know. And then, you know, good old work week, same old shit, different day. Uh, boss wasn't up my ass this much this week, so that's good. Uh, the customers are being more compliant with the whole mask thing, so that's good. They're finally, finally settling in with that shit. And some people are getting creative with their masks. I've seen some cool ones, and I've seen some fucking makeshift shitty ones, but they're acceptable, I guess. <laughs> Has anyone wore panties yet? <laughs> no. But I remember I told a dude you have to, you can't come in without a mask. So he went to his truck and I watched him and he just he took a shirt from the back of his truck and like ripped it into pieces and then tied it around his face <laughs> and then came back. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll give you an A for effort. What would you like? <laughs> Should have gave him like a free fry just because of the fucking <laughs> heat. That was a lot of impro- he you know improvised. <laughs> yeah. Improvisation, tore up a, a perfectly good shirt. <laughs> just so he gets a fucking flamethrower and some chicken nuggets. <laughs> right. Exactly. Other than that, you know, no no beefs with any old uh, old shitty bands or anything. So it's been yeah, a pretty so you, mellow. You're not week. headstrong this week? No. Next week though, I'll be headstrong as fuck because it's my birthday next week. Meow, 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 meow. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. As this yep. job said, they will yep. be a whomping 72, guys. God, everybody's just cracking jokes. That's all my kids keep doing. They're like, how are you going to be 68? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. All your kids? How many there. fucking kids you got? <laughs> well, not my my work kids. That's what I call yeah, them. Yeah, so kids. you are old as fuck, my kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm old enough to be their dad. Because, I let's see, a lot of them are 16, so, and I'm, so that makes me 19 years older than them. So, yeah. Great. They just think it's great. <laughs> and I always ask them, uh, you know, how's your mom doing? <laughs> what does she look like? Is she single? You know, I could be <laughs> your single. I could be your boss and your dad. <laughs> what about uh, what about some of the kids that only have grandmothers? <laughs> uh, forget those. That's too much for me. Don't lie, boy. Unless, you went to gilfs. Unless she's rich, yeah. I mean, I got no shame in my game. I'll I'll get with some old lady for some sweet moolah and sweet loving. You know, <laughs> some of that sweet nectar. You know, fucking, uh, you know, you look croons off her wrinkly nipples. <laughs> I mean, the economy is bad right now, so we got to get our get our money the way we can. And if that's uh, sweet loving to some old lady, then fucking make a sacrifice for your family and friends and just fucking do it. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to drip your prune everywhere. You know what I mean? You just got to do what you got to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, you know, I've been hanging out of a fucking machine all week. Um, sun fucking blazing on my face. I left work early, like, twice at, like, fucking 11 a.m. Because I was like, fuck this stupid shit. 105 fucking degrees. And I got the sun on my face. Like, I'm also, I'm too fat for this shit. So I uh, <laughs> went up to my boss, got out my shit. I was like, yo, I'm leaving. See you tomorrow. And then it was bad the next day. And I was like, yo, leaving. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then I worked, did an overnight that was i felt fucking sick after doing that that was 16 hours of fucking being a bitch so i was like i'm all, I'm all set i can't do this and then uh yep woke up and did the same thing all over again so here i am rocky like a hurricane 
So pretty uh, chill week for you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if uh, if it, if it wasn't for a paycheck, then I, I guess why why else would we go to work, right? So, right, right. Besides, <laughs> so someone needs to fucking afford to buy you all these lavish gifts that you fucking get. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This uh, this horror collection in this room, I'm uh, I'm running out of wall space. And that's something I didn't think it was going to be possible, but I keep buying it. It keeps thriving. So I'm, uh, yep, I'm going broke. And all the raffles. Check out CPA and uh, Cinema Utopia. Uh, great consignment shops, and they do a shit ton of raffles. And I've probably won about 25 of them. And uh, I've spent too much money. But see, Thank now God. you're plugging their shits. So now you're hoping to maybe get a free raffle, you know? Oh, man, let me go free spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we have a massive audience people so yeah give give my boy a free spot you know lots of people are hearing this yeah all about them <laughs> spots <laughs> yeah. not leopard spots i just want spots yeah 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 we keep it cool like ice cube so uh so i heard uh i heard this week we're gonna do something a little different is that uh, yes. is that the case yes instead of doing a video for uh the horror pack for the month of July. I forgot to save it for the show. Give give our YouTube viewers some look at, and then us listeners will be sure to tell you what movies are too. So you're not gonna be like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" But yeah, I don't know what's in here. I'm pretty sure if any of you are even interested in horror pack, you've seen the spoilers or you've gotten it yourself. But let's see what we think of this month's horror pack, shall we? All right, so I'm just gonna reach in here blind, pull one out. My pullout game is oh, strong. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is my Show first, me first. Pack. <laughs> first. Show it to me first, and you close your eyes, and then I'll tell you if it's hot or not. Are we hot? The fucking winner would be all over this. City chapter three. They just gave us chapter one last month. Oh, you know, now, oh, maybe chapter two is in there too. Um, so, what do you think? Is that uh, is that hot or is it not? It's very cold, sir. It's very fucking. Is that cold. is that Sidious the key? Chapter, it's City chapter three. No, I think the key was number four. This is oh, that's that one with the chick in the bed the whole fucking time. Yeah, yeah. The darkest chapter goes back. To, so this is the prequel because the darkest right, chapter well, goes back to the beginning. Is what the well, I'll buy is. it off you if you don't want it. Okay, <laughs> I'll be sure to rub my taint all over too before. I see oh, it. I wouldn't see. I probably comes free with pubic hairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get number two because that was a shit start. So wait. So when it, when it, when it's horror pack, how many you get? What four? Uh, four DVDs. You get yeah, you get either four DVDs or four four Blu-rays, which uh, you know you cho- you choose. You can do twenty bucks a month for DVDs, or you can do twenty five bucks a month for four Blu-rays. I do the Blu-rays because I'm a Blu-ray guy. DVDs are for the old people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I the old Blu-ray. whippersnappers. Yeah. Oh, and there's supposed to be a four K in this one. Ooh. So, yeah, I want all the four K. So I, I, I hopefully I'll be happy with it. So, all right, so so far it looks like uh. Zero horror pack, uh, one fay because uh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Well, speaking of the 4K, here it is, and it's a uh, it's garbage. <laughs> Pride, and Pre- Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. On what the fuck is that dumpster? Is it, oh my <laughs> god, Jesus Christ, you should fucking give that to the fucking guillotine girls. I bet they would think that's a great fucking movie. I hate like even old timey movies like that, and now they're adding zombies, which is washed up. <laughs> but it's on fucking terrible. All right, let, let's go back to the whole closing your eyes and putting the DVD up so I can see it first because I, I I like this better. But yeah, right. so far it's a zero uh, horror pack, two fay for gay. So <laughs> yep, bam. Uh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Witch's Brew. Oh, this must be the uh, Horror Pack Limited Edition, because when you get the Blu-ray, you get a limited edition exclusive to Horror Pack every month. What? Limited Just... edition shit? What? Or <laughs> not, not a limited edition, but a, like exclusive to Horror Pack. Like, you can only get it in Horror Pack. Witch's oh, Brew. Midnight Who's Crew in it? Studio Anybody? presents Witch's Brew. Uh... Clownado, a love story. It says, when two microbrewers screw over the town witch, she curses their latest batch of beer. Everyone who drinks it suffers a gruesome death. Midnight Crew Studios returns with another hilarious and gory horror comedy. 
and they didn't put a space between and and gory. So that's that shows you the production value on these uh, sleeves. <laughs> oh boy, Sla- slacker lager is like the the picture of the beer on the back. I might have fun with it because it's about beer. So yeah, but uh, oh boy, so you so far you spent twenty five dollars on shit. <laughs> Which is brew. I don't know. We'll see how this one is. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up on the fuck Ooh, in, on the, in the M dude. The special features includes a drinking game. It just says drinking game for special features. Special features, man. Special features. We got audio commentary, behind the scenes feature, theatrical trailers, and drinking game. So, which is brew? Um, yep, just like oh, Sean C. Phillips is in there. My fucking man, cool duder. Ah, Sean, my boy. What the fuck? Yep, this movie's gonna be a dumpster fire. Yep, certified Sweet. dumpster award right there if i've <laughs> ever seen one <laughs> yeah i'll let you know how it is i think i, I think i need to watch though just because it's, it's about alcoholism so and witches and i love me some witches and bitches you know yeah me you know maybe it's gonna fucking um okay and for the finale of horror pack for the month of july what we got here? well you're gonna be happy about that Oh, our girl Hannah Fearman's in this bitch. Yeah. St. Agatha. Nice. I don't have this. And we all love our our, our girl Hannah Fearman. So that's cool. And directed by your boy Darren Lynn Bowsman. This My is a good man, movie. I, I, genetic motherfucking opera, son. You. Yeah, I watched this right before we uh, interviewed her. Yeah, it's it's a solid flick. I'm not I'm not mad about this one. Did you own it or no? No, no, I don't own any of these, obviously. But this one I don't own surprisingly. So. Nice. So you got three coasters and one movie you like. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I, I've seen Insidious Chapter 3. didn't care. So, yeah, that's a coaster. I heard Pride Insidious Chapter 3 is, uh, is Madeline's favorite movie. And I heard she... I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the quotable said that it's a cinematic masterpiece, I, th- I thought she said. Sounds about right. Sounds like something she would say, you know. Yeah. While she's drinking her IPAs and shit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. At her hipster <laughs> bars. <laughs> yep. Pride and Prejudice Zombies on 4K. I mean, you know, that's cool. That that's a Krista 4K, movie. But... <laughs> right. Which is brew. We'll see. I mean, obviously, it's straight up fucking indie. Like, even like the images on the back are like blurred, blurry as shit. Oh, and I just know, saw some know. of the screenshots. You're in for a fucking treat. <laughs> We know how much you love your production value, so I just, I'm sure. Oh yes, yes. This uh, this, uh, this does without. I'm surprised you even <laughs> got a Blu-ray. You have to have fucking 2K DCP minimum in order to qualify for Blu-ray. So they uh, they must have shot this on an iPhone. Can't wait to to hear a review about it. <laughs> so yeah, Faye's birthday right. drunken bonanza, August 7th, <laughs> 8 p.m. Eastern. Yep, I'm sure uh, Witches Brew will be in the recent watches for my birthday. Uh, yes, 8 p.m. 7 Central. Only on YouTube. Be there. And then an after party, because, you know, it's my birthday, and we can't just do a show and then just call it quits. We're going to fucking party afterwards. So, yeah. That's right. We're inviting people who don't even want who don't even know that they're going to be invited, who are not even going to want to be on the episode, but they're going to do it anyway. You know? <laughs> that's uh, that's what we do. Birthday. It's my birthday. All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. You know, a little 2 chains. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh man. Well, the that, hippity that hop. Just, it's an interesting pack. They've had better. I've had better from horror packs. But we'll get it. I don't know. That's that seemed pretty weak for fucking twenty five bucks. I don't know. It is what it is. They're hit and miss. Sometimes they're fucking awesome packs, and then sometimes they're they're misses. Um, do you uh do you have a 4K TV? Yeah, yeah, I have a nice little 4K collection. Like I have The Shining, I have all three Expendables on 4K for some fucking. Reason. I have The Predator. I have Ready Player One on 4K, which that is a great fucking movie. Can you actually tell the difference? Oh yeah, especially with yeah. The Shining's 4K release, they really put some effort into that 4K release, and yeah, it looks fucking great. That is the best way to watch The Shining, I think. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm a 4K fan. I want all the 4Ks, even if it is Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. 
<laughs> it's oh, worth it. Well, horror packs worth it if you're a Blu-ray collector. Because even if you have shit, you can still fill up your shelves, and then you can still have conversation pieces for when you bring people over. What the fuck is this movie? Witch's Brew? Like, oh yeah, let me tell you about that one. I also got. Yep, pen- I used it as pinata. a coaster once. I got Killer Pinata from Horror Pack. I got uh, Dead Hooker in a Trunk from Horror Pack. Well, nothing wrong with Dead Hooker in a Trunk. I mean, to some people. <laughs> Who doesn't love a Dead Hooker in a Trunk? You know. I mean, it's the cheapest way to get out of it. You don't have to pay. They pay with their <laughs> lives. <laughs> nice tagline, sir. No. Thank you. It's going to be part of our Grindhouse collection. <laughs> yeah. Oh. While I'm burping up beer, um, yeah, what'd you, what'd you watch this week, if anything? Recent watches. 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 Um, you know what I watched? I watched fucking Stay Alive. That's what I watched. The fucking the video, video game? game movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. with Samari Armstrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that shit came out like 05, 03, something like that. It had fucking uh, the guy Frankie from... Frankie from Yes, that one. Yep, him. Yep. yep. I saw that one. Yeah, you know, the concept was cool. I thought that was a good movie. Like, uh, it's, it, I mean, it sucks, but I mean, I thought it was a good movie. It was better like than it was, the it synopsis different. led you to believe. Because like a synopsis of you know the whole video game thing, and that never sounds like it's going to be a good fucking movie, but it's better than you expect, I think. Yeah, no, it was it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be, and I was very surprised by that. Um, I've, I've seen it before, but that was like fucking 10 years ago, maybe longer than that. It was like one of those like weird like two AM watches when you just can't sleep and then you yeah just watch like I don't I don't remember or... I don't remember a lot about it I have to revisit it yeah I, I think it's worth it I went on it. fucking eBay and I bought the DVD so I was like yeah I want to own this shit what else did I watch I watched fucking Spookies oh yeah 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 I've I've uh, I've only seen like ten minutes of it but uh, I found it on fucking YouTube for free so I watched it I think it uh I think it holds up I think it's a good little fucking B horror movie. I know Vincent that guy's did a cool release of it. Yeah. I mean, I know like that the guy who produced it or whatever, he's all over fucking Facebook all the time, always promoting fucking spookies and shit if you've never like seen it. So I think it's like Frank something, whatever his name is. But anyway, I watched that. I thought that was pretty good. I uh, didn't hate it. So that was a surprise. And then um, on Netflix, <laughs> there's this new show called Hollywood. Um I think it like it deals like racial issues and like uh, you know, like uh, being a gay in, in Hollywood at that time. So I, I watched the first episode because it's a period piece type of shit. And I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. A lot nice. of like the spots like I recognize like where they really shot and everything. So no, I uh, I recommend Hollywood for something that's non-horror. Nice. Um, also, the uh, the script I've been writing, I, uh, I just, someone just brought to my attention, Jack, you fucking asshole, um, that <laughs> Hulu has something kind of similar for the Into the Dark series called Uncanny Annie. And I watched that trailer and I was like, you motherfucking bitch. But that's yeah, more like... We- that. Yeah, more like the Ouija and like Witchboard. It's more like that. But I mean, it still has like small tropes as to like what I was going for. So I was like, motherfucker. So you heard it here first. I didn't even know that fucking thing existed. So <laughs> I could be falling steal. into a trend there with, with, with that, that concept. So there's a, there's a few movies coming out that's 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 similar. Yeah. Which I, but if if anything has to do with the main source of why my thing is a thing, I'll be very butthurt. So that just means I got to try to get mine done first. <laughs> is that all your recent? And watches? that concludes my recent watches. Back to you, Gay. Well, this is where we're gonna have to do an edit because I need a beer and I need to pee real quick. And this is yeah, all your fault. <laughs> Uh, this is the point on the show where Faye has to go take a piss because he drank half a beer and then had to fucking pee. 
Hey, Outsiders of Horror Podcast listeners, my name is Stephen Durant, and I'm the writer, director, and producer of an upcoming independent horror short film called The Rage. If you guys would like to follow us and support us, we are on Instagram and Facebook. Our username is at The Rage Film. We are currently hosting a campaign and raising funds for our project. We are offering items such as t-shirts, digital copies, posters, and much more. And if you guys would like to receive a discount of 15% off your order, simply use the discount code OUTSIDERS. Thank you for your support and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Cut the music. <laughs> Cut the fucking music. <laughs> Anyways, so you just talked how you, when you first watched Spookies, you watched like 10 minutes or whatever. I'm, I'm pretty sure you formed an opinion on it, right? Yep. Because that's what you do. Because how I know that's what you do is because during the editing of last week's episode, there was a time where I went up to pee and you revealed that uh, you haven't even watched all of Terrifier. You've like skimmed through it. You haven't even watched the fucking movie. Because I hated it that much. You did not hate You cannot hate something you have not watched. <laughs> I've seen watch. enough to know I don't like it. I've seen enough of your attitude to know I don't like that. Son you know? Bitch. What what can you fucking do? All right, it's it's not good. It's not it's not my jam. I didn't like it. Give it's you an attitude adjustment. I'm not talking John Cena either. No, no, you know what? Uh, what can I say, Fame? It's uh, it's dog shit. I don't like <laughs> Terrifier. Okay. Well, I will show you a cameo next week that I got for a birthday present already from my girl Misty. We'll, we'll see that next week, though. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, buddy. All right. So my recent watches. Terrifying. Not very many. <laughs> no. No. I'm, I'm just going to I'm gonna accumulate all the Terrifier stuff and just pile it onto one episode. And it's not going to be an episode where we even talk about it. I'm just going to spring it on you. I'm like, guess what I did this week? All Terrifier. You want my show off of the week? It's a Terrifier autograph. Guess what I watched? Terrifier. And what I watched again? Terrifier. So be looking forward to that. Junk. Episode, buddy. <laughs> but this week, I only watched uh, three. I did watch The Shining, speaking of, on 4K. Because like I said, it's a fucking glorious fucking 4K scan. They did a great job of it. So if you have 4K, I definitely highly recommend the, the 4K Shining. Then for I did a couple of first time watches. I did uh, Highway to Hell, good old '90s gym starring uh, Chad Lowe, Christy Swanson, C.J. Graham as the Hell Cop. Uh, it's got appearances from Ben and Jerry Stiller in it. Oh, they're talking about the ice cream. No, I'm talking Highway to Hell. Uh, no, Gilbert ben and Jerry. Oh, of course you would think of that, you fatty. <laughs> Fine. Ben Stiller and Jerry Stiller. Is that spaced out enough for you? Uh, now, now I understand. Okay, now, you can, now you're grasping the concept. Yeah, But then, yeah, Gilbert Godfrey made an appearance as Hitler in this movie. That was a fun cameo appearance from Gilbert Godfrey. But yeah, this is like early 90s. It's got, it's got a lot of cool like practical effects. It's, just, it's a visually fun movie to watch. It's pretty pretty wild. I even shared it on Instagram, and people are like, "Oh, that's one of my favorites." I'm like, well, "I've never seen this before." It was it was cool. I mean, I didn't I didn't hate it. And then I watched uh, for the first time "Taking of Deborah Logan." I've always heard a lot Ooh. about the movie, but I but I've never watched it before because it always looked like it scared me. Because as many people know, uh, found footage films scare me. <laughs> like, what did you think about it? Um, film wise, I thought it was solid. You know, there was like you know some loose holes and a little, little bit of rough pacing, but creepy wise, it did, it did creep me out pretty good. <laughs> Found footage strikes again on my ass. And yeah, this one gave me the heebie jeebies a little bit, made me jump a little bit. Oh God. It's the only found footage movie that ever gave me a jump scare. I was, yeah. I really like that movie a lot. Yeah. That's a good movie. It was all that lady was creepy as fuck, man. She, she got me. And then the little, little kid. Oh, yep. Solid flick. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's actually a good movie. I'm surprised you uh, you watched it. Well, because like for some reason one night I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch something that's going to scare me. <laughs> I found that I was like, I bet this one will, and I'm going to be a man and watch it. And then by halfway through, I'm like, I regret it. 
Yeah, I mean, like, there's only, like, one movie that, like, I watched, like, in, like, the last, like, two years that, like, rubbed me as, like, an eerie type of fucking movie. And, like, it takes a lot, but, you know, Devil's Candy fucked with me a little bit. And it was it the creepy fucking dude with the crazy eyes? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That Like, he, he was a part of it, but, yeah, I mean, just, like, yeah, I don't know, just, like, a, it had, like, a lot of good, like, eerie, creepy aesthetics to it. I don't know, I just, I really liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Fucking Ethan Embry rocking it. Yeah. It's my, I'm, I'm sure I told you my Ethan Embry story, right? Huh? No. Okay. So <laughs> I, I, I first moved to California, me and my friend Adam at the time, no longer friends. Seems to be a trend. I lose friends. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're, we're in fucking, we're, we're, I used to work at a demo reel studio in Studio City, California. So like all like aspiring rich little fucking actors would come into the sound stage. They'd pay. And then I was a part of the team, like writing the scenes or like I was like a doing like boom operating for all of their like scenes and shit. So one one day, my buddy Adam he came to came to visit me, check out the sets. So after we went to Subway, so we go to Subway and then we're, we're in fucking line. And then I noticed in front of me, there's a young kid, probably a teenager. And then I was like, there's some guy dressed like a fucking neo-Nazi. And I was like, he looks very familiar. And then I was like, oh, I think you do. I was like, it's fucking Ethan Embry. <laughs> and then I look at my buddy and then I point and I'm like, that's Ethan Embry. And then, and then my friend has no idea. But at the top of his lungs, he goes, who the fuck is Ethan Embry? <laughs> <laughs> and then Ethan Embry fucking turns his head back, stares at us. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so then I go up, I order and then I walk over to Ethan Embry and I'm like, hey, my name is Brian Farmer. Um, you worked with my friend. So and so, you know, I, I appreciate your work. And I shook his hand and he was cool as shit. And uh, but I that's a it's a funny little story where there's nobody in fucking subway except us four. And my friend just yells it really loud. Who the fuck is Ethan Embry? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh boy, oh boy. I wanted to be like, I quit. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) My my Ethan Embry story is from Frightmare two years ago when he was there as a guest. Uh, Misty, my friend Misty was with me. She's a huge Ethan Embry fan. Like uh, me and Misty were just outside uh, having a cigarette. And Misty's one of the slowest moving people possible. Like when we pull up somewhere, I'm right out the car. I'm ready to go in and eat some lunch or whatever the fuck we're doing. She takes her sweet ass time to get out of the vehicle. She's just very fucking slow. I've never seen this bitch move so fast before <laughs> in my life. She immediately puts out a full fucking cigarette, just throws it down, gets out, fucking speed walks to the to the front where people are checking in because there's Ethan Embry checking in. But then she stops about 50 feet away. She was social distancing before it was cool, you know? Because <laughs> she just wanted to stalk him, pretty much. And she did very, very well. I was like, okay, that's adorable. And then she meets him and then gets a photo op with him. And then he shows up at karaoke, so she slowly inches her way next to him. And I get the one of the creepy stalker photos of... Uh, Misty standing next to him while he's standing at the stage. She's like, oh, my God. And I got that picture. And then right after I took the picture, he turned and saw me doing that. I was like, oh, shit. But he was very nice, very cool, and was very humble. And then later on, like the next day, Misty was sitting in the balcony with her camera, zooming in on Ethan Embry on a phone call while he's just down on a bench, just talking to somebody. I'm like, you are legit hitting creepy status, girl. I mean, oh, my God. And yeah, that was that made her all weekend. That was probably the only thing that she enjoyed about that whole weekend, honestly. Wow. Stalking Ethan Embry and having the multiple run-ins and stuff with him, yeah. Weaker than knees, I can hardly speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now she has like a shrine on her in her room of like the photo ops and autographs and just random memorabilia and stuff of Ethan Embry. Is it like the shrine fucking uh, Olga had and fucking uh, no Helga had and fucking the uh, Hey Arnold with the you ever seen that? <laughs> Yes, she yes. uses the uh, all chewing gum to remake fucking Arnold in her closet with candles. To the- <laughs> she's getting there, but now she's obsessed with Jeremy Davies, and then so now the, her obsession with both of those guys is slowly merging together. And I don't know; it's gonna be weird. So, I, I fear for her. So, all right, so <laughs> if you're saying if so, from mutation those two together to make some like hick fuck hillbilly would create Andrew Fay. So you're a mixture of both of those guys. <laughs> you hear that, Misty? <laughs> I'm the combination of Jeremy Davies and Ethan Embry. 
Yeah, there you go. Yep, the hillbilly, the hillbilly fucking like a uh, retarded sperm version. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Prom night, dumpster baby. <laughs> I think I might just get Misty to be able to listen to this episode. So I've been telling her to listen, she's like, I will, and then never does. I'm like, okay, well now, now's the time to listen. Hi, Misty. Hi, Steph. Hi, Misty. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, just FYI, uh, Celtics lost. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for uh, bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah, who did the uh, Who did the Thunder play the first game? Uh, they played tomorrow, the first game. Oh, they played tomorrow, the first game. Okay. All right. Yep. Who did they play? Yep. The Jazz. Oh, okay. You, so you're getting ready to take a nail, is what you're telling me? No, no, no. We no. You want to bet on it? No. Oh, I'm, I'm tired know. of betting because every time I bet with you, I fucking lose, and it's now I'm just figuring it's a jinx. So what you're saying is you don't have faith. I've won, in your I've team. won like I've won like two bets out of like five with you. And that's all right. So what you're saying is you don't have faith in the Oklahoma City Thunder and that the Spurs are a better no, team. Is that what you're saying by not taking no, that bet? One of those two teams, or one of those one of those two wins for me were thanks to the to the to the Thunder beating the Celtics right before COVID hit. So. Yep. And I one of them was you losing. <laughs> that same, the same, so the same game, yeah. Yeah, um, by one point, yeah. So you heard <laughs> it here first. He won't take the bet, so that means that the Spurs are a better team than the Thunder, and the Thunder suck. Spurs. Really? They're on my TV right now. Are they? Oh, why are you watching them? <laughs> because the Celtics are over. And I'm watching the Spurs because Krista is a fan. Who are the Spurs like playing? They are playing the Kings. Oh man, yeah, they're gonna win that game. Sadly, actually, I hope the fucking I hope the Kings destroy this shitty ass Spurs. Fuck the Spurs, garbage ass <laughs> team. They haven't been fucking relevant since Duncan played. All right, well, do we want to do a little show off, and then we'll get into some grindhouse? Well, would you rather do a movie and then do the show off? No, I'd rather do the show off because Grindhouse is kind of one big movie. It is one big movie. All right, yeah. Well, we can do that. Let me guess. Hello. I start, right? Yeah, of course. It's ritual. Uh, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anything well, else would be uncivilized. I actually got this in a subscription box. It's from Little Box of Horrors. I found it really fucking cool. It's like it's straight up the Donkey Kong game, but it is uh, Freddy vs. Jason style, where Jason oh, no is is Donkey Kong and Freddy is you, you play as Freddy as Mario. And I was like, oh, that's a cool little case. Then I opened it up, and it's actually a legit fucking video game. It, if you have an old-school Nintendo system, like I do, you can plug this in and play it as Freddy. Wait, so is Go it on. actually playable, or is it just like a, a blank it's actually, fucking... It's, it's, it's playable. It's a legit fucking game. It's Freddy vs. Jason, Donkey Kong style. Holy shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I always thought this was cool as shit. I thought the case alone was cool, and then I opened up. I was like, that's an actual game. I'm like, is it playable? And I found out, yes, it is. It is Donkey Kong, but with Freddy and Jason. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was that's one of the coolest things I've ever gotten in a subscription box. See, there's, there's even like still images and stuff on the back. Shit. It's, it's pretty cool. And I, I've always loved the game Donkey Kong. So I was like, well, this is the perfect combination for me then. And you get to well, play as Freddy, who's my boy. And I want to defeat Jason because Jason's a bitch. So. Yeah, fuck you, Jason. You ain't shit. Yeah. So that's, that's my show. Freddy vs. Jason Nintendo game. Donkey Kong style. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to show off an autograph again because that seems to be my thing uh, weekly yep. now. Um, so I actually won this one. Uh, it was a it was a crazy race of a raffle. Crazy race. I think I blew like 30 bucks on this fucking raffle. And I blew 30 because I knew if I won this thing, it's because I would never fucking be able to get it again. So Because I never had one of these. I did meet him, but I went in line to get him, get Jamie an autograph once. So I uh, I won that. Sid Sid Haig. Ah, uh, R.I.P. Homie. Yeah. So. Hell yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a, it's eleven by seventeen. It's a big boy. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's uh, I don't have one. I met him fucking year. I met him in 2012, and uh, yeah, it was the first time I ever met him. But I never got an auto because I didn't like really know who the fuck he was. <laughs> so it always works out. You either miss your chance or they die. <laughs> yeah, ain't that fucking truth? 
All right. W one more piss break, and then I'll be good to go. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I'll spend doctors. Huh? Yeah. Little Miss Can't Be <laughs> Wrong. I love spin doctors. They were my shit when I was young. They're two hits. They're they're one of those two hit wonders. Yes, yes, they are. But you gotta appreciate their two hits. Yeah. They actually played a concert a couple years ago in the small town of Andover, Kansas. They're doing their little uh, town festival and spin doctors was uh their concert for the weekend. No shit. <laughs> yep. I'm like, well, at least they're still a band, I guess. Well then. Ain't that something special? Speaking yeah. of special, um, yeah, um, you could say I'm a virgin to the art of tattoos, but um, I will say by the uh, end of August, I will be uh, on a live stream. I'll be sporting a brand, uh, some brand new shit on my body. <laughs> nice. He's yep, popping yep. his chair. Popping. They, they do hurt. Don't let people fool you. They do hurt, but... After the first initial grinding of the fucking needle, then you then you then your endorphins kick in and you start getting the hang of it. But yeah, at first they fucking suck, dude. <laughs> they fucking suck. Like my 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 brother has a friend where he's like he's he was one of those uh, white people that thought they were gangsters, fuck, living in small town Kansas. You know they were fucking hood, you know. And then uh, he went to go get a tattoo on his arm, which the arm is is not one of the more sensitive places to get. It still hurts, but it's not one of the more sensitive places. The second they drew a line on his arm, he said, nope, not doing that. That fucking hurts. And then just gave up. And now he forever just has one little tattoo line on his arm. Really? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're tough. Let me tell you. <laughs> Pussy. But yeah, I only have one. I have my son's name on my chest. And, uh, you know, because my name, my son's name across my heart. Oh. But, yeah. And then the closer I get to the armpit, the more painful it got because it gets really sensitive in the, near the armpit. And I was like, oh my God. But I was a man and I finished it. And I want more. Because after it was done, after you get through that initial pain, they're like, man, I need more. So it is an addiction. And if the tattoo parlor in, in this town wouldn't have packed up and moved, I would have more. And when I do finally get one, I'm going to get good old Frankenstein's monster on my arm. Karloff Frankenstein. I'm sorry, petition. Faye gets a tattoo at TFW at the little fucking tattoo booth. We're going to do a fucking uh, change.org fucking thing. We're going to make sure you, that happens at TFW. <laughs> do I get to pick the tattoo? Yeah, you get Frankenstein. Okay. Okay. Well, then that's fine. That's that's like a good four or five hour piece is what I was told. So, yeah. That'd be the half, half of one of my days there. Which should be fine because I really want it. Yeah. Oh. But it's hard to or get in on that. Shitty, you still okay with that? Depending on how much I paid for it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get what you pay for. I understand that. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, what the fuck you want for free? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, exactly. Oh. All right, so let's yeah. talk a little uh, Grindhouse action. Now, before we like talk about the movies themselves, did you see this movie when it's released as like one full thing, or did you see them when they released them as two separate movies? Uh, two several movies. Yeah. Yep. Because it did not perform well when they had it as a double feature <clears throat> for one price, which is weird and unfortunate. But. Wasn't it like a road show for a while? I'm not sure if it was ever a road show or not. I just remember opening week, I mean, uh, my baby mama, we went and saw that before she was baby mama. She was just girlfriend at the time. Yeah, girlfriend, not baby mama. <laughs> yeah, there's no baby yet. We went and watched that. It was a good time, but we, it was just me, her, and like five other people in this massive auditorium. So, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a hot item at the time. Well, wasn't the price like $30 a ticket or something like that? It was just like whatever you pay for one admission. Like you pay one admission for both movies. So whatever your movie theater charged, or at least that's how it was where I went. <clears throat> so it was like at that time, it was like eight bucks a piece to watch both movies. That's one big thing with the, with the fun faux trailers in between. Which the faux trailers, they're fun. You've seen those, right? Yes. Thanksgiving and don't. And the Wob Zombie one. one. I like Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's the Eli Roth one. Uh, I like don't. And I didn't even realize until I watched, because I actually have the Steelbook Blu-ray of Grindhouse, and it actually plays it as one film like it was originally released and. uh don't was directed by Edgar Wright, who did Shaun of the Dead and 
Yeah. And all those wow. other like and Baby Driver and shit like that. Yeah. I really like Edgar Wright. He's one of my favorites. And it was funny. I was like, man, I really liked the Don't trailer. And then I saw it was him. I was like, well, of course I like it because it's Edgar Wright. <laughs> and oh, well, then you saying that you saw him separately. That actually brings up a question that we got this week. What questions? <laughs> that would be from Michael Long. He said, uh, which version do you prefer? The theatrical cut or the extended standalone movies? Now, have you seen both styles of them? <clears throat> yes. What do you prefer? Yeah. What do you prefer? I myself, I prefer the the one long grindhouse version of it. Because like the I extended like the cuts, they, they add a little more to the separate stuff like that. But I don't know. I just I like the feel of going to a grindhouse double feature. And I like the presentation that they did, where they did the the normal, like they start out with the trailer, and then our feature presentation, and then the movie, and then they had more trailers in between, and then it was the next feature presentation. And then, yeah, it's just, I like the flow of it. Granted, it's a little over three hours long, but hey, I mean, hey, just pretend you're watching one of those shitty Lord of the Ring movies. <laughs> Second breakfast. <laughs> And Michael Long also added, uh, why is Andrew Fail Day wrong about the first Friday the 13th movie being overrated? And why is Brian, the director, talking out of his ass about Terrifier 2 trailer and the first film as well? So he's coming after us for last week's episode. And he said, I hope there are enough questions for you two to ponder. Love you guys. <laughs> well, um, you piece of donkey semen. I'm going to let Faye answer that one first. Well, I'll answer my part, which is uh, I've explained many times why I think Friday the 13th is overrated. Let me explain it again. I explained it back in December when we did the uh, the Dumpsties and I gave it the Lifetime Pitch Jug Achievement Award. <laughs> I explained it last week. There's no further explanations here. Except I just don't like it. I, I gave it a four, I think. Yeah, I think I gave it a four last week. I didn't hate it. But I think it's highly overrated. The rest of the franchise, I love. This one, no. And I'm sticking to it, Michael Long. You ain't changing my mind. All right, Farmer, your turn. What was my question? Uh, and why is Brian talking out of his ass about the Terrifier 2 trailer in the first film as well? Because he thinks... Uh, my ass. Um, I'm actually talking from someone who actually has their shit together and sees the movie for what it is. A whole bunch of bullshit. That's what it's over fucking hyped and it's fucking donkey shit. Not my type of movie. That's why I didn't well, do the interview. After you see the first one, then you can have a, a more conclusive opinion, sir. Till then, your opinion is dog shit. That's right. Oh, and then uh, we had one last question from Jack, of course. Good old Jack Meoff. Uh, yep. Good old Meoff. Do Quentin Tarantino's specific kinks get in the way of his storytelling works? Storytelling slash works. Death Proof is definitely an example of something. So he's referencing uh, Quentin Tarantino's well-known foot fetish. Which, if you think about it, Death Proof does have a lot of foot shots. <laughs> well, cause, yeah, because it's fucking Tarantino's specialty, the foot shot. Yeah, but we didn't know that's because he has a fucking foot fetish, though, until later on down the road. Oh, I mean, I knew that's what it was. But yeah, I can see that. That's gross. Do you think it gets in the way of his storytelling? No, not at all. I don't know. I've never paid attention to it because I think Quentin is overrated, which I've said that before. I've, I've said it before. Yeah, you can have that shitty and grin on all you want. And we'll get in more into that when we hit Death Proof. But right now, let's talk a little Planet Terror. <clears throat> <clears throat> the, the first feature of the two which uh the, my first note while watching this i said farmer would collect balls <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> you have the guy that likes to collect balls of his victims the ones that does them wrong the weird british indian dude i don't even know what the hell his ethnicity is but <laughs> I, I he likes to collect it. balls yeah, yeah, if, you yeah if you're one of those like boss type characters like what would you do to pose a threat you, yours would be collecting balls. Yours would be collecting the dicks. You already have a dildo. Waka waka. Uh, waka. <laughs> no, I, I want to make a, a necklace of their ears. Uh, you want to you collect ears? Lend yeah. me your ear, fucker. Well, 
Townspeople, lend me your ears. Everyone throws their fucking ears at him. <laughs> <laughs> Which, ironically enough, one of the balls ends up in the dude's mouth during that that whole uh, opening scene. That's great. I just, I, I absolutely love this movie. I love what they did, like to give it the grindhouse feel, feel with the with the film scratches and the the light burns and the flickering of the film and shit like that. Oh, that was a nice touch. And what? Robert Rodriguez is doing. He's like, when a scene became more intense, the more like scratches and flickering of the film, just to add more intensity to it, which I thought worked for me. Thought it was it was a it was a nice touch to this uh, zombie esque film, Planet Terror. Yeah. Oh, ooh, a little came up on that one. All right, mm. Mm. some balls came up on that one. Oh, fantastic! The best yeah. kinds. Yeah. So the the cast of this movie is fucking fantastic. You have uh, Rose McGowan, who's always a taste treat. She's Cherry Darling. Cherry Darling. Uh, You have Wendy Peppercorn. That's not her real name, but that's who she is in The Sandlot. Did you realize that was her? Yes. Yeah. After you said (laughs) it. Yeah, that's Wendy Peppercorn. The lifeguard from The Sandlot. And it turns out she has like those weird double jointed type wrists. So, so a lot of that's just her. It's not, there's no special effects involved with her flingy wrist when her, uh, her hands get tranquilized by her husband, Josh Brolin, after he discovers that he's cheating on him with Fergie of the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> but she had a short appearance, but she was fun to look at. She, uh... Let's get retarded and ha. You know, I'm like a mixture of Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> yeah, okay. Step Brothers. Hated it. You know, the worst part of this movie, though, is uh, during the the potential love scene, and then they do the whole missing reel gag, like you would see in old Grindhouse, 70s Grindhouse exploitation films. Missing reel, sorry, from the management. And then it cuts to the... JT's barbecue shack getting burned to the ground. Uh, my favorite part of this movie, though, is the leg gun. Oh, yeah. The, how bitching is that fucking Rose McGowan? That is dope. Towards the end where she uh, uses it to launch herself over the wall and is just fucking blasting people and shit. And all her useless talents come into play as useful talents throughout the movie. Because she'll list off useless talent number 33, like learning how to ride a motorcycle or, or how to backbend. And learning how to ride a motorcycle came into play. Her backbending while the rocket was launched underneath her backbend, they, they all came into play. You know? I don't know. What's kind of your overall feel on Planet Terror? Um, I didn't really care for Planet Terror. And uh, I'm a big uh, Robert Rodriguez guy, Troublemaker Studios. I, uh, I'm an avid fan of his work. I thought the casting was great. I remember uh, the Indian guy, fucking Saeed from fucking Lost. I love seeing that guy, the Muslim dude. Um, oh, that's right. He was in that one. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, fucking Bruce Willis. Tarantino was rapist number one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tarantino's I mean, rapist Ro- number two. Yep. And, I mean, Rose McGowan's awesome. So, I mean, you know, overall, the movie's okay. It's not my favorite. Um, but it's only worth watching for Rose. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, cause... she's such a fucking striking actress. I wish she wasn't so fucking odd and like would just do good movies again. <laughs> right. I agree with you on that one. Fuck, I'm brain farting. I just had something. I lost it. Shit. Oh, nice. the Instagram poll. The Instagram poll. There we go. I did Instagram, Instagram poll. poll. Yeah. On which ones they preferred, Planetary or Death Proof? 64%. So it wasn't a landslide, but it was a nice little margin. 64% went with Planet Terror as their favorite out of the two. So you, again, are not in favor with the with our crowd. No. Way, to, way to be against our listeners there, Farmer. Week after you know week. What? Fuck the people, all right? Damn <laughs> the man, save the empire, all right? <laughs> Me, however. I, however. Fuck English. Um, I loved Planet Terror. I thought it was a great fucking time. A great popcorn flick. And all the over-the-top shit that you want in a film, film like this that's that's based in a grindhouse type of homage. 
Uh, you have the great gore. I love the added effects with the scratches and shit. Take me back to the time to when I was at movie projections myself before movie projections were digital and were still film. I got to do that, and I absolutely loved that job. Splicing the movies together and cutting it and doing and breaking down the different reels. And then when we'd get what was called a brain wrap, which you see in Planet Terror, to where the film all of a sudden stops and then burns and rips apart. That's what you call a brain wrap, or at least that's what we call it where I work. I think that's generally the lingo for projectionists back in the day to where it gets it tangled up or something and it, and the film stops spinning. So that's, and then the light bulb is so hot that projects it onto the screen that it burns a hole through it and rips it in half. And that's where you have to splice off the burns and splice it back together and go back to back, go back to town. So yeah, I mean, it also, yeah, it reminds me of a, a much better time in my life. That was my favorite job period. It was the movie theater because I was a manager projectionist I did everything. I basically ran that bitch. It was a great time. And then the owner sold it to a church. And now it's a church. Ooh. Yep. Damn it. Otherwise, I'd still be there. And that's like that's like my dream job is to revisit my old job. I want to run a movie theater again. That's what I want to do with my life is run a movie theater. But the movie theater is dying. So I don't know how realistic that fucking dream is now. Because did you see the deal between AMC and Universal? They were beefing. And then now they've come, they've come to a conclusion on a deal together to where uh, theaters will show a movie. Then three weeks later, just three weeks later, they can show the movie video on demand. So you can rent it at home for like 20, 30 bucks. So that's, that's kind of going to kill the, the movie theater scene a little bit, I think. Because there's a lot of people out there that don't enjoy the movie theater experience like a lot of us do. And they're just going to wait and... Watch it at home for one price. The way I see it is like, okay, you're paying 20, 30 bucks. So that sounds steep. But if you have a house full of, of family that wants to watch it together, then you're saving yourself some money, most likely. Take away the concessions, the ticket price, stuff like that. You're only spending 30 bucks instead of like 70, 80 bucks at the fucking movie theater. So I can, I get it, but it fucking sucks. And I hope this is not the death of the movie theaters. This COVID shit needs to go away. The movie theater needs to strike back like the Empire. Let's get this shit going. Yeah, you heard her here first, motherfucker. <laughs> but I digress. Anyways, I will rate Planet Terror. I fucking loved it. Like I straight up just said, great time popcorn flick. I give it a nine out of ten. Wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, Planet Terror gets a four for me. Well, you suck, Dick. All right. Well then, that escalated quickly. And uh, I guess since your words aren't hurtful to me, it must be because I'm death proof. Oh, so. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, directed and shot and written by Quentin Tarantino. Stars Kurt Russell's a stuntman who murders young women in stage car accidents using his death proof stunt car. Co-stars Ma Boo Boo, Rosario Dawson. Vanessa Ferlito, Jordan Ladd, Rose McGowan, Sydney Tommy Portier, Tracy Dunn has been some of the motherfuckers nobody else cares about, and Zoe fucking Bell. Hey, um, don't forget Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes, that she one too. Yes. Um, so in the box office, Planet Terror only grossed ten million. Death Proof grossed thirty million. Oh yeah, because you got the Tarantino jerk offs out there. Um, stuntman Mike is fucking awesome. Such a good character. Did was you he know he was? But did you know that Kurt Russell was not the first choice? No, my boy Sly Stallone was. Nope. Sly Stallone, baby. Oh, well, he, he was a choice. It was the first choice. Um, Kurt Russell was actually the third choice. Yeah. Sly Stallone was in there. Yes. No, he wasn't. Um, so anyway, um, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'm going to tell you who actually was. If you'd shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> so, um, originally, uh, Kurt Russell was actually the third person offered the movie. The first person offered was, uh, Mickey Rourke. Uh, he passed. Then it went to Ving Rhames. He passed. Mm. And then it went to Kurt Russell. Mm. So you're going to take it the internet, then Quentin Tarantino's mouth himself. Cause if you watch the special features on the Blu-ray, Quentin Tarantino himself said that he wanted slides alone. Wanted never uh, offer. never went there. So. Well, um, he, uh, also in the bar, um, behind the, the bar, like on the uh, where the signs are on the bar, they have the fucking uh, Jack Burton's tank top on the wall. Uh, this is the only movie in Tarantino's film history that runs in chronological order. 
Kai is such a confusing foot fetish fuck. Yep. <clears throat> I'm not um, a Tarantino fan. <laughs> the uh, the license plates on a on a, on, a, on his car on Stallman Mike's cars um, <clears throat> are actually from famous movies. So the first one is a uh, one of the one of the plates is Steve McQueen in a uh, bullet, and then the other one is a uh, Dirty Mary Crazy Larry. Some I've never even fucking heard of that movie, but yeah. So the who's paying homage with the uh, license plates to famous that one movies? Was, that one was probably an old Grindhouse film because they had a lot of car chasing films back in the Grindhouse days. Hmm. But that's cool. He has, he has fun little Easter eggs and stuff like that. But the movie itself, though, I mean, and the jukebox. The jukebox is actually Tarantino's personal jukebox. Go figure. It's a cool jukebox. When you have that kind of money, I'd own a cool jukebox too. <laughs> yep. Just like I'd have my own movie theater. He's got his own little movie theater in his house. I would too. You know. I would live like he lives, but that doesn't mean I like his movies. I think his best movie was probably uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. yeah, It's a good one. I think one of the best ones that he wrote was True Romance, one of his best scripts. I'd say he only wrote that one. Though. He didn't direct it. Yeah. But Tony Scott directed that one, and then he jumped off a bridge. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I thought this movie was great. I thought Death Proof was awesome. I thought Kurt Russell was great. Uh, I love the cast. I love how it looks like, you know, he's just going to keep fucking murdering these bitches and then the fucking girls power back and then beat the shit out of them. So, well, yeah, man, no, I, I, love, is, I love that. It's the first half of the film, though, is all based around Jungle Julia and her whole little group. We did this whole big old build just to do that badass head on collision. It was cool. The head on collision where we got to see it over and over again when he turns on the lights and then like the wheels go across the chick's face, the leg comes off with the foot coming at the screen, of course. That scene was cool, but we did this whole, and then we did the second half build with Zoe Bell, who is a fucking stunt woman. You know, she does her own stunts, obviously. Those were really cool too. Her ride on the hood, going through all that shit, and she was just, she was just fun, fun Australian. Yeah, but that that's why the the cold open was so fucking good because you you were led to believe that these are going to be the people you got to care about, and then they're not. But for like forty five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, for all you fucks out there who want to agree with him on that concept, just remember uh, that the first half hour in Friday the 13th, the remake, was the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So remember that, all you fuckwads out there who say that movie is great. The same concept applied over there. So back to you, Faye. Well, Psycho did a similar thing to where we were following this chick around and she dies halfway through it. It's been done. It's It's happened. And it works sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. And then, worked in this movie. No, it did not. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. Listen, it, it you fucking all over town flaunting your shit like you're fucking Sharon Stone. <laughs> Heather, calm the fuck down, all right? Because we <laughs> we know that Death Proof is the better of the two. Yeah, yeah. So we did this whole build, and like that first half, Kurt Russell does seem like a badass skin. Second half, we learn he's a complete bitch. He thinks he's coming after these Rosario Dawson and Zoe and all them. They just do a full one on him and come and make him a little bitch. So he's laughing, ha ha, girls, ah, that was a good time. And then they get, they get shot in the arm, and then all of a sudden he's a complete fucking bitch. Well, yeah, because now he's fucking, he's met his match. Yeah, so he's now met he doesn't his know match. what else to do, yeah. All it took was a gun. <laughs> How badass was fucking Kurt Russell with the fucking blonde driving away, fucking slamming on the brakes? Oh my god! Yeah, that, yeah, that first half, yeah, he, good. He, he he was back to being a badass. Tarantino even said on the little special features, he was like, "Well, I I'd love to have Kurt Russell back because during that time, Kurt Russell was doing nothing but like you know, chick flicks and stuff like that. Miracle, making, yeah, shit like yeah, exactly. So then he's like, "Oh, I'm ready to make him a badass again," and then he does the first half, second half though, not so much. He didn't even put up a fight with these chicks. They fucking whipped his ass. <laughs> Carussell's an underrated actor, I think. Oh, he's he's very beloved. So I don't know if he is underrated or not. I think he is loved. It's just I don't know. You got to find the right group, I guess. Carussell's great though, and Rosario Dawson's great. She needs to be in more shit. She's not really in as much shit as she should be. Nope. I think she's doing like fucking independent junk now. I don't know. She was cast in Mandalorian season two. Which right. my Star Wars geeky ass can be excited for that. There you go. Uh, I'm just going for the the chalky milk and chicken nuggies. <laughs> there you go. So what do you rate it? What do you rate Death Proof? 
uh, it falls in the category of all the rest of the Tarantino films for me, which are always just meh for me. I never really hate him, but I don't jerk off to him like a lot of fucking people do. I think he's kind of, he seems like a prick himself when you see him in interviews. He kind of seems like a egotistical maniac, but that's beside the point. Uh, yeah, but he's, proof, he's earned that right. He's a mad genius. You can he earn just, that right and still be humble. Yeah, I well, I think, the, you know, tomato, tomato. I think he is humble. I just think he's really passionate about everything and, like, has an opinion because he, he studied the craft and he goes a lot he goes a lot further than other people for his passion for film. So, you know, I, I think he's in his own little bubble and I, I think he deserves to act any way he wants because he makes nothing but fucking hits. So uh, inside for you giving us that vague fucking answer for just grouping everywhere, what do you fucking rate it? Give me a number. I'll give you a five. Give me a five. I'll give you a nine. <laughs> Look, as pretty much reversing our ratings, except you went four on planetary. But yeah. Well, aren't you stupid? And like I said, majority of our viewers, they are with me. Planet Terror, 64%. You guys are fucking foolish. I bet it was fucking Ryan over there. He's probably drunk from, from fucking heat exhaustion from playing golf. He clicked <laughs> the wrong fucking movie. Dumbass. Tilly, you fucking dumb fuck. I swear to God, if you fucking pick the, the <laughs> Planet Terror, you're dead to me. Fucking dead. Gonna replace you with fucking Daryl Hook. <laughs> Place them as what a punching bag because you kind of use them both as punching bags. No, sometimes you just gotta get your hits in, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, there, there's our uh, grindhouse episode. Like we've said at the beginning of the show, make sure you tune in this Friday, August 7th, 8 7 Central on YouTube, Outsiders of Horror, for my birthday party, which I have the little uh. Right here, we're going to be doing one horror, one non-horror, because it's my birthday and I can do what the fuck I want. So we're going to be doing Troll 2, which is my favorite bad movie, and we're going to be doing SLC Punk, which is my favorite movie, period, like of all time. SLC Punk is my favorite movie. So I wanted to discuss that on my 35th birthday. And then what I want to ask of you, Farmer, if you can find the time to also squeeze in the documentary about Troll 2, Best Worst Movie. It is on Prime. You and your birthday, I will do it. Okay. I, also kind of want, I kind of want to talk about the documentary, too, a little bit. And if you can't watch it, actually watch the documentary first. Because it's not like you should worry about spoilers for Troll 2. There's nothing <laughs> surprise endings or anything like that with Troll 2. So, yeah, watch the documentary first and then watch uh, Troll 2. Because you haven't seen Troll 2, right? I have not. I haven't even seen Troll 1. Well, you don't need to see Troll 1 because they are not related whatsoever. Excellent. They are not connected in the slightest bit. So then we're in good shape then. (laughs) Yeah, you can watch Troll 2 as a standalone film. And when you see the documentary, you'll learn why. Yeah, we'll be doing SLC Punk. Good old Matthew Lilly. My favorite movie. And I want to know how y'all feel, so make sure you tune in and let me know how you feel about my favorite movie and my favorite bad movie. Like, even the title of the documentary says, Best Worst Movie. It is considered one of the worst movies of all time, but it's so bad it's good. And I'm one of those people that agree with that. So, yeah. Be sure to tune in. Watch me get shit-faced drunk, because it is my 35th birthday. You will see the old Andrew Faye back in action. Thank God. Slurring his words, peeing a lot more than he already does. (laughs) But he's breaking out the piss jug for the birthday episode. I will have a piss joke for at least the the recording aspect of it. Yes, I will. I will have a piss joke for that. So are we going to bring special guests on for the episode or for the after party? Oh, we could do either or after party for sure. You know, cause it's my birthday and I, and uh, with the good old stream yard that we use now, you can have up to 10 people in this motherfucker. 10 birthday surprises. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens with the episode. I don't know. I'll see you work my magic. See, so he wants to come in and celebrate my birthday with me. Yeah, yeah, because it is your birthday. So whatever you says yeah. goes. Yeah, thirty fifth. That's kind of a big one. 35. 35 and alive. Yeah, thirty four. No more. Thirty five and alive. I made it to thirty five. Let's see if I can do another thirty five. Place your bets. That's <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> yeah, highly unlikely. The over-under is pretty big on that one. I mean, uh, I'm going to give you till about 52, but we'll 52? see. 52? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll revisit this when we are on episode 1,000-something. <laughs> All 
I'm over in the old folks' home pushing walkers <laughs> with their fucking Fisher Price mics. Uh, uh, Troll 73. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I remember when the Evil Dead remake was a remake. Now it's an original. Uh, uh, well, you know, tune in next week for Faye's fucking birthday bonanza special episode on YouTube, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock the other time, and uh, <laughs> three, uh, 4 o'clock in the, the West Coast. So there you go. <laughs> Math. That's, that's at 5 o'clock on the West Coast. Shh. Your math sucks, bro. <laughs> listen, listen. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, uh, go, go ahead and give me your last word. Uh, uh, no, that's it. Uh, come hang out with me on my birthday. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate your listens, even though we shit on you a lot. So yep. there you go. Tootie fucking fruity. Go fuck yourself. Well, I'm an outsider.